Welcome, I'm Erp, and in this episode of Inner Space, we're going to talk about ghosts and haunted houses. Well, I name it that, and we're going to talk about that, but mostly about how someone becomes a ghost. This is going to be part of a sub-series in this uh, podcast, which is called We Are Not Alone. And then this episode is Ghosts and Haunted Houses. But we're also going to have one on angels and demons, on archons and succubus, succubi, uh, aliens, those kinds of things. A lot of these topics have been requested by one of you guys, or multiple of you guys, I should say, or girls. So... This one is going to be about ghosts and haunted houses, as I said. We can become a ghost. How is how is what we're going to talk about in this episode. But before we're going to talk about how you become a ghost, we're going to talk a little bit about why it is that you can become a ghost. Basically, what we call a ghost is a spirit that is lost. Not lost as in forever gone, but lost as in confused in between worlds and stuck in a way so let's just start the physical reality that we are in is just one facet of the multiverse right not the metaverse not this bs from facebook and all those uh, artificially created soulless things but the multiverse just a word for different realities and things altogether. you are an energetic being but when you are here you're in the human body and it's all very physical and if you're not spiritually awake then you think that that's all there is but as i just said you are an energetic being so when you die you don't actually die it is the human body it is the human vehicle that dies it's the end of your journey in this specific reality on this timeline on this whatever you want to label that thus death is simply a transition for your soul to get out of this or part of your soul to get out of this vehicle and to go back to whatever you're going to do next so death is a switch now the whole universe everything is mental it is all a hologram it is all created by us through us through the mind now you have the human mind but you also just have mind as a soul it's gonna get a little complicated to explain i guess but just know that you create all of this through the mind. Now, if you want to know more about that, you can look at the CIA documents of the Gateway Experience by the Monroe Institute. We've talked about that before a little bit. Uh, it is all very fascinating. And in there, it just literally explains that this is all a hologram created by us, how it works in detail, and that you can have different levels of focus. And the more experience you get at this, the more control you have over your reality. And that is kind of important. Well, control is maybe not the right word, but you have more awareness of how it works and what you can do and how you can steer things. Because how you become a ghost is mostly because of confusion or trauma uh, right before or while you are having your transition, while you are dying. Could also be that you were just confused throughout your whole life or throughout a, a period of your life as a human before you die. And... Basically, your awareness is being clouded by things. 
thus you are creating scenarios that keep yourself stuck instead of just moving on to where you need to go. Now your thoughts are key because they are obviously created by the mind or used by the mind in order to do things, in order to create. So because of that, you're projecting things and you're going to different storylines, different timelines, different realities. You've probably heard of a near-death experience. I've had a couple in my life and there's plenty of other people that had some and everybody has a different experience. Except for one thing, and that's that pretty much everybody who has a near-death experience sees a bright white light. But none of them go through that light. Because if they would go through the light, they would actually die. Now this light is what we call God. It is the source. And the reason that nobody goes through it, not when they have a near-death experience, is because when you do go through it, you can't go back. The reason for this is that you as a soul are connected to your physical vehicle, the body. You're connected with a silver cord. This makes sure that you can't ever lose your body and is also why you technically cannot get possessed in the way that people think you can get possessed. You can't get pushed out of your body and then something else takes over and you're just like, well, ah, guess that's not my body anymore. That's not how any of this works. You are always connected to your body with your soul until the moment you go through this white light and you die. You go through the transition. Now, this one ain't about possession or demons or those kinds of things, but I just wanted to throw that in there. Yes, you can get influenced by things for sure and things can latch onto you and all those things and you can indeed do very negative things or your behavior can go seemingly can be seemingly controlled by other things, but really it's just you giving into those things because they are latching onto you, blah, 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 blah. But you can't lose your body. Also not when you're doing astral travel and those things. And then sometimes you see people like, oh, you have to protect your, your, your body, otherwise it's going to get snatched and this. That's all just fear porn, okay? Sure, when you go into the astral, when you go do things, when you're projecting and blah, 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 you can protect yourself and it's a good thing to do. But... Don't believe people that say that if you don't do that, you're going to lose your body or you're going you, you're gonna to have a, a moment where you can't go back. That's all bullshit. Okay, back to this near-death experience though. The court is there. So when you have a near-death experience, you create, you project what you think is going to happen most, most of the time, right? If you're very religious and you believe in heaven and hell, usually people come back with stories of something like that. They were either in a very hellish place because they thought they didn't deserve to go to heaven or or they saw heaven and angels and blah, blah, blah. Some other people are not religious at all and they come up with a whole different story. Perhaps they just tell you that they saw guides and they had conversations and things. But my point being... Usually what we project in a near-death experience is based upon the beliefs we had while we are in the human body. So you can see that if someone isn't very aware of things outside of the physical, they might come back with very daunting stories about fear and those kinds of things when they had their near-death experience. And then you have other people that are very aware of the spiritual side of life, and they might come back with stories that align a little bit more with the other side of reality which is the non-physical side where you are 
basically a spirit that is going through lessons and things and school and schools which of which of which earth is one jesus i can't speak the reason i say all of this is because this is also how you become a ghost when you have a near-death experience you don't actually die obviously but you do see that light now i explained this all because in a second we're going to talk about how somebody goes through an actual death and then gets stuck as i said you are connected to your body if you do go through the light and you actually die you're obviously not coming back to tell the story this is how somebody can get stuck what is this let's say that you die in a very traumatic way you're being beaten up or whatever or just tortured or something like that now there's a lot of times where somebody is already out of the physical body when they are dying the soul isn't always still in there sometimes you're just watching from the outside but you are going to die this is not a near-death experience you're actually going through the light and you're you're dead the cord is is uh, severed you're not connected to the physical body anymore so you cannot go back most of the time souls get stuck because they are not very aware of much let's just keep it at that they're very focused on materialistic life the physical things they're probably either very traumatized by something or they feel like they have unfinished business in this life and then when they die they don't see their guides or their angels or the light and sometimes they do but they just completely ignore it what do i mean well as you are going to die your guides and angels or whatever are waiting for you on the other side not for everybody for more aware spirits more advanced spirits they know what to do so when they die they don't really need anyone to wait there but sometimes the spirit is again is very traumatized or something and then they die and they are in this transition period and sometimes they don't realize because you project everything okay and here there are limitations everything seems very physical it seems very rigid linear uh, not everything you think of instantly manifests but as soon as you're out of this physical body and you're just a spirit it does all instantly manifest so if you are full of fear and things then that's what you're going to project instead of just seeing the other side and realizing that you're dead that's the biggest thing most don't realize that they died and then they start to linger in the place that they th they think they still are so let's say i die right now here in this living room then i get stuck here i can get stuck here i say that because there was someone in this house that was stuck uh, for a long time because he didn't know that he was dead then eventually he figured out that he was dead but he wanted revenge on the people that killed him in this house so you see how that goes sometimes they don't realize that they're dead is not very practical because you go explain them that they're dead that's a that's an interesting one and then besides that when they want revenge it's also an interesting one because they they first of all can't do anything because what are they gonna do a lot of people are very afraid of ghosts and things from the other side but well you are in the physical you are way more powerful than them because for them to influence this physical reality takes a lot of energy the other way around for you it's easier because you are already here so in the case that they want revenge or something they also keep themselves around for no 
obvious reason and it's just a lack of awareness because if they would be aware enough then they would know that it is pointless to stick around however it escalates fairly quickly after that happens because as you might know we are a light we are a spirit which is it's just a light you're just a blob of light manifesting in all kinds of different things but when you die here and if you stay around in this limbo phase, if you don't go to the, yeah, well, you're already on the other side, but if you don't go where you need to go, you don't go to your guides and everything, and you don't go review your life and those kinds of things, but you're also not in this physical life, you, you could call it purgatory, and that is probably where it comes from, but you're not really charging your spirit because you're kind of in between everything. So what happens is that over time, your light is getting dimmer and dimmer when you are a ghost. And some ghosts, which are just spirits that are on the other side, I guess you get that now, then start bothering physical people. Why? Because as soon as they see you, you are like God to them. Remember that light that I mentioned in a near-death experience? which is source to bright light like the central sun whatever and people have all kinds of names for it but it's just a majestic light and it's very loving and everything and blah 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 because they get distracted and and everything i just explained they can't see that anymore the longer this goes on it's not about time but to explain the harder it becomes for them to see their guides and their angels because they either ignore them straight up on purpose or they didn't see them in the first place because they didn't realize that they were dead second thing it takes a lot of energy for them to project whatever they are projecting right they are oftentimes projecting the place where they died so the guy that was in my house here could also not leave my house in the beginning i was like yo bro just go like what you doing man but as soon as i walked out of the front door he couldn't follow why because he was only projecting literally this home the inside and that's it there was nothing outside of the home he was keeping himself stuck sometimes a spirit has a bigger playground so to speak but there's always a limit and it usually stays the same as it was when they died ghosts or souls that are on the other side can't always see the same things that you see because they are not there either they are dimensions that are overlapping but the point that i wanted to get to is that the longer this goes on, the more lost they get. And instead of them seeing the actual source and, you know, their guides and angels in the place that they have to go through, they see you because you are closer, let's call it that. And then sometimes they get a little angry or they get confused and they start attacking you and they start taking your light and this is where you can if you're sensitive and if you're not good at protecting yourself, sometimes feel like a, a place is haunted or a house or a street or whatever, just a place. And it might be certain times, right? That it's more aggressive than other times. Sometimes in the daytime, it's not as much than at 3 a.m. example, for example. Now, some people are like the veil is thinner at 3 a.m., blah, 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 could be. But it's it has more to do with the individual experience of that soul that's there. Uh, let's say the soul died at 2 p.m. Then at that time, it's probably going to be most active. Those kinds of things. And you can talk with them and you can convey with them what happened. 
but it's not always as easy as it sounds for obvious reasons. So the reason I explain this and why they start bothering you is because again, the longer this goes on, eventually they just literally cannot move on. They are stuck, not because they want to be, they might've wanted to be at first, so to speak, but the more they continue not to move on, the harder it becomes for them to move on. And eventually they literally do not have enough energy to make the journey. And this is where we come in. And this is also why I wanted to make this episode. I'm almost at the point already, so this is not going to be a very long one. But we play an important role here and not everybody. Well, I think we all do it pretty sure we all do it, but some of us are very conscious about it and others not so much. For some of us, it happens more in dreams than in our awake uh, state, but we can have conversations with these souls that are there and we can help them realize what happened, why it happened and then help them gain the energy they need to move on without them stealing it from you. Some of them get really aggressive and that's where you hear stories of poltergeists and those kinds of things, which are spirits that are very good at manipulating the physical reality. Even though I just mentioned that it's difficult for them to do because it takes a lot of energy. Then you have stories where people say, yeah, it's only a poltergeist if it's been here for, I think they say like 50 or 60 years or something. Again, kind of bullshit because it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just about how ambitious are they at playing the poltergeist. Let's, let's just say it like that. Some of them really don't give a shit. They are stuck and eventually they're just like, well, <laughs> I guess this is it. And then they just, they don't really bother anyone, but they're also not really trying to go anywhere. So they are just there. Then you have others that are quite aggressive and they do bother people. And sometimes they attack like actually they actually want to hurt you other times it is more of a energy harvesting because instead of them just trying to get love and go back to where they need to go they try to scare people or beings or, or whatever being it is it can also be animals that are around in their space because they see it as their space and then they feed on your fear but it doesn't help them because that is not the kind of energy that they need in order to move on. So then they kind of make it a game to stay here. And again, it's a very individualized thing. It's different for every situation and it's different for every spirit that has become a ghost. I hope any of this makes sense. It is all pretty logical, but I, I again, I'm saying it's very individualized. It's not the same for every situation because the reason why they stay stuck is different for all of them. I will again name some. Sometimes they did, they just did not realize that they died. Other times they did, but they straight up ignored their ghosts or the, not their ghosts, their guides and their angels because they want to take revenge or whatever. Other times they just don't want to move on because there you have loved ones here. Like it doesn't always have to be negative, right? Now I just named a lot of negative things, but it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. Sometimes they just do not want to. They don't understand that it's all part of a bigger picture and they, they, they stick around because of loved ones. And then eventually it's gonna take their energy because they're not really charging. As I said earlier, 
and thus they also become stuck. But they are easier to help because they want help usually. If it's a negative route, if they've gone a negative route, oftentimes they don't want help, which is why they ignore their guides and angels. And thus it falls on to the people that are still in the physical reality because we are kind of closer to them. So those are ghosts. Ghosts are just souls like you and me that died and that are still walking around here without really any purpose. And there are many more than you realize. I named earlier that they might feed on negative situations. Now take this to a very extreme. The thing is, if they are very positive beings and aware of things, they don't really get stuck. So it's oftentimes souls that used to be murderers or either did that themselves or they got murdered or anything that is very traumatic and very dense, very heavy, very negative. When this happens and they die, on that side, they kind of seek each other. Instead of moving on, instead of going to their guides and their angels and etc. There's obviously a lot more ghosts than just them. So sometimes they can only see themselves and their own stuff. Like the one that was in this home. He didn't really interact with anything else because he literally just locked himself here. He got beaten up in here till the point of death. He just wanted revenge. Other times they died in a, in a natural circumstance because of a natural disaster. Another home I had in another city, there was a flood years and years ago, like 60 years ago or something, where a, lot, a big part of the Netherlands flooded, and a lot of people died. Like, they are also still stuck there, but they went the route of, you know what, I'm just gonna bother everybody that's in this home, and I'm just not gonna leave. They are very aware of the fact that they're dead, they just do not want to go anywhere else. Then there's cases where it's somebody that died that was a serial killer or a rapist or something like that and they feed on other people that are still alive that are doing the same thing as they were doing when they were still alive so they will seek places where people are being murdered often or places where accidents happen a lot or rape and those kinds of things now of course there are more than just souls that feed on those kinds of situations there are entities besides you and me, like angels, demons, succubi, archons, blah, 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 blah. There's, there's such a big list of entities and a lot of them are pretty much the same thing with different names. That's not what this episode is about. So put that aside for a second. We can do that too. We're not really supposed to do that when we're dead. We're supposed to move on. But a lot of times, souls that get stuck do do that. They think they gain stuff from it, but they don't. They are literally keeping themselves stuck. And it's worse than the wheel of karma in the reincarnation uh, cycle. And some people think that we are trapped here, but we're not. And in that case, you have a better way out. And well, they were in the reincarnation cycle. Otherwise, they couldn't have died. But they just choose to stay in purgatory, basically. And in this lingering phase, I need to stop calling it purgatory because it's not really the same thing. But it kind of is because that's where they say that you get stuck, right? That's literally hell when you don't move on and you also don't go back. So, all right. That's a couple different ways of ghosts staying here. I never really liked the word ghost because it's just a soul. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. Now I also said haunted houses, but yeah, I mean if they stay in a house and they go haunt the house, then it's a haunted house. But it again just depends on where the soul died, how and why it's still there. We could talk a little bit more about how you can help them, but this is again uh, something that you need to measure according to the situation. Sometimes you can just speak out loud as I'm doing now to them and they will instantly get it and they will even thank you and they'll be like, oh, oh shit, how could I not notice that I'm dead or how could I not or whatever. And sometimes they just need a little nudge or a little charge. Sometimes they just don't have enough energy and then they start trying to steal it from you either on purpose or they just don't realize that you are an actual human that's alive. It's such a individualized thing that I would recommend to you to, well, if you know how, just read the room, right? Read them and be like, all right, let's try to figure this out. But also don't rush it because it does take them sometimes, uh, it takes sometimes, Jesus, sometimes it takes them a bit of time to process something. Something that might help is that you could see them as just another soul that is living its thing and it has, it, it has, it has to take time to process things, to come to an understanding on its own. And that's important because it got stuck there on its own and most of them don't want to help, not even from you. So pushing has no purpose. If you're going to push them, they're probably going to war with you. Another thing that doesn't help is to go a negative route with them. Either being afraid, which is negativity, but that, that, that bothers you more than it bothers them. Because for, the, for most of them, it feeds them. But another thing that doesn't help is to get mad at them. Because for obvious reasons, that's not going to solve anything. So patience is key. The guy that I mentioned that was stuck in this home, it took, a, it took a long time for him to just eventually move on. And what do I mean with a long time? Well, months, more even, I think like half a year or something. And uh, there's definitely been fights as well, where, you know, in the beginning, I didn't really realize that it was just a soul that was stuck. Because in the be it's sometimes hard to notice if it's uh, what we call a demon or an entity that is actually just there to fuck around with you, or if it's just another soul that's kind of lost. Sometimes you don't immediately notice. And you know, there was a time in my life where I didn't really give a shit. As soon as I came across anything that bothered me in a negative way, I was just like, hey, what the fuck? And I just pushed them back. That doesn't help. So it's an intricate play, and it does help you to realize how you work as well. Again, it goes in all kinds of different fashions, in all kinds of different ways. But this episode is to make you aware of the fact that ghosts are just souls like you and me that are stuck, if you weren't aware of that just yet. And also, it is kind of a calling, if you are, if it does resonate with you, to help them. Because... I wouldn't say that they make it so that our world doesn't evolve, but as soon as you hear about the reincarnation trap and the karma trap, or just a trap and a soul trap in general, 
mostly what we are talking about is them, if you realize it or not. Because our guides and angels, from pretty much every soul that is here on earth, wants to help them. But as I've said, they're being ignored. So we are closer, so we have to help them. I hope you took something from this episode, I hope it makes sense. I kind of felt like I was rambling a little bit, but it's it's a, yeah, it's a kind of an interesting thing to talk about. <laughs> I keep saying that in every episode, because it's all quite interesting. Sometimes it's hard to find words. For this, I will keep it at this, because we have explained why they are here, how they get stuck, what a ghost basically is. Perhaps I haven't talked too much about how you can help them. But it's mostly because you just have to figure out for yourself. I can't really give you an, uh, one answer fits all. I can give you another story. But what does that do? Maybe you like that, but I want to save some stories for other episodes as well. Got enough stories, but still. Again, it is important to mention some of them are stuck on purpose. Mention again, I should say. Some of them just don't know. And some of them enjoy it. They are well aware of the fact that they are not helping themselves, but they enjoy feeding on the negativity and things like that. So if this resonates with you and you feel something inside of yourself when you, uh, when you hear all of this, if there are certain memories that come up, certain feelings from places or things in your life where you already thought that there was something there, maybe go back to that and try to figure out if there is something there. Another note, you probably already help beings that are stuck to move on without even realizing that you are doing this. A lot of things that we are talking about now in these podcast episodes and just in general, that are things that we already do but in our subconscious, either while we are sleeping and we don't remember the dreams or while we are awake and at moments where we kind of doze off and, and think that we are not really paying attention. These are often times where we are doing things unconscious and the energy and the time in life right now is one of bringing all of these unconscious things to the surface. It's life is less, is becoming less materialistic and more spiritual. We are more, we are becoming more aware of the fact that we are doing all of these things with our soul while we are in this physical life. So it's not necessarily anything new. It is just that if we become more conscious of these things, we can do so much good and it will feel so good for you as well. Because one thing I want to mention as well, so when you do help them move on, right? Usually they are very, very grateful. And as you know, making connections is a very good thing in this life, but also with spirits. Obviously you all know each other already, but that doesn't mean that you always help each other as you should yeah when you're just completely on the other side then it's all fine but when you are in these kinds of situations it's good to have friends it's good to have connections and you will see them again but then in a positive manner and you need help too sometimes while you are in physical so you help them and you will see them a little later they will come back to help you and you can also get their help to get other stock souls to get out. It's like a domino effect. So the more of us do this, the more we help these, these spirits to get on, the more we make ourselves happy, we make our angels happy, we make our guides happy, we make everybody happy. And because we then all help each other, it will 
create a big ripple effect and it will just will just clean up the energetic side of life because there's a lot of energetic noise there's a lot of spirits stuck and i think we should help them now i'm just repeating myself so i'm gonna end it here i hope you learned something if not you have a great day anyway and i'll see you in the next one bye bye Thank you.